This episode of Career Center is brought to you in part by Shavla and Associates CPAs. We plan for your success. Hello and welcome to Career Center. I'm Kimberly White, Executive Director of the Career and Networking Center a resource center providing outplacement and career development support to millennials, more seasoned workers like me and everyone in between. Joining me today to talk about job search fatigue during the pandemic is retired human resource executive, Jack Gordowski. Jack, welcome. Thanks, Kim, it's a pleasure to be here. I am so thrilled to be able to talk with you. Um, I know that for uh, the past, uh, almost a year now, I think. You've been a volunteer at the center and uh, you've been doing great work with our clients and you have a very, um, you know, illustrious background, successful background and doing work in HR. So before we get started talking about this very important topic, I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself, your background, and then we'll delve right into the questions. Sure. Um, well, I began my career in HR many, many years ago, and I started in the safety and labor relations field, working for a steel foundry located here in the Western, or in the Chicagoland area. Um, I was with them for 30 years, worked my way up through the ranks, and then went to work for a large confectionery company here in Chicago as a corporate director of HR, of which I recently retired from that company. So I've had a broad base of generalist experience spent a lot of time coaching and counseling employees, and spent a lot of time in recruiting and retention work also. Um, I became interested in job search fatigue as a topic several years ago, particularly during the financial crisis when people were having a hard time finding jobs. And I did some work with clients uh, on the side of when I was working, trying to help them work through this process. And it's, I've had an interest in this topic ever since. Yeah, you know, job search fatigue is real, right? It's something that uh, we talk about all the time. And I think, you know, pre-COVID, uh, it was obviously very uh, a very real thing. But I think even post or, you know, during COVID and as we proceed through this, it is taking on a whole new world. Um, I think, uh, uh you know, coupled with now people are on Zoom all the time. There's all these different things that have kind of come into place. So it, it's a real thing. Um, as you know, job loss, job search, all of that is devastating, uh, stressful. And uh, it's, it's really something that um, uh, people struggle with. And as we talk about, you know, fatigue, I think less attention has been really focused on that. So before we really talk about what job search fatigue is, let's talk about what are those emotional stages of a job search that one could expect to go through? Oh, that, that's a great way to start because I think what happens, and particularly if it's a case where someone's getting, gotten laid off, there's a grieving process you go through. It's, it's real, it's not pretend, it's something that's real. Even if you weren't too crazy about your job, the fact that you've lost it is a grief, is a, is a grief, grievable event, if you will. Um, it's a major life event. It's like buying a house. It's like having a child. It's like getting divorced. It's a significant life event, and people need to pay attention to that. 
and understand that they're going to go through this and it's going to take a while to work through it. But what I've seen over the years is a couple of very specific emotional stages that people go through when they go through a job search. First, there's excitement. You're excited about the possibility of a new career and you're interested in finding out what's out there. You approach it, approach it with a great deal of ambition and a great deal of, um, of energy. What often happens though, is you become overwhelmed at the process. Um, I talk to clients all the time and when I work with clients, I give them a lot of things to do. It's a very time consuming, busy activity looking for a job and you can't feel overwhelmed at times. I think next too is people become obsessed. You become obsessed with a particular job, you become obsessed with a particular job posting and you focus all your energies on one single event. And oftentimes that gets to be disappointing. So I think we have to recognize the fact that that's not exactly a healthy way to approach a, to approach job search by just a search, I'm sorry, by obsessing on one particular job. They also become frustrated and that's common. It's, it's common in, in job search to feel frustrated. You'll have a nice conversation with someone, you'll have a networking conversation, you'll have a positive response to a job posting, and then you hear absolutely nothing. And that can be very frustrating for clients. Also deal with clients who oftentimes feel invisible, that they send out many, many job resumes in, re in response to job postings, and they don't get any response. And they begin to wonder what's wrong with them. We do have clients too who, um, clients in general in, in, in job search, who will feel hopeful at the process. You get a favorable response from a, uh, an ad or you get a favorable response from a network contact and you begin to feel hopeful. But again, that's a roller coaster ride because it could result in something, it could result in nothing. And then we get a lot of people, and I've seen this too, where people are very impatient. Mm -hmm. um, they, they want to get an answer today. They think that they're going to get a job in the next week or two. And in today's environment, it's not working that way. It's taking longer. So these are our specific emotions that people are going to feel as they go through their job search. And recognizing these and acknowledging these, I think are important in your job search that'll because they don't want it to let affect your attitude and approach to job search. You know, absolutely. And I said, think you just said a couple of key things there, you know, recognizing and acknowledging that. So I think that's both for the job seeker as well as, you know, folks who they have in their circle that are helping them as they go through this process. You know, you talked about those different stages. So you talked about, you know, those different emotions, excitement. You mentioned, um, when you said excitement, you mentioned there's some exercises that you do, some things that you have clients do. Um, are, you, are you able to share like one or two things that you have them do kind of at that initial uh, on-site, uh, onset, if you will, around a Sure, sure. When, when I talk to clients and we talk a lot about job search as a project, mm -hmm. it's not something you just jump into and do. You need to sit back and create a structure for yourself, create a project plan. Yeah. 
And I tell my clients, and I've told people in the past, that the first stage is go to your local library and begin to research. Yeah. Research target companies, research target jobs. And that in itself can be overwhelming because there's a lot of information out there and your local library is the perfect place to start. So that's what I usually start them with. And then I start working with them once they've got their target companies and their target jobs, then we start working on their resumes. So that in itself, those three aspects can be extremely time consuming. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think too, when you hit on those other emotions as well, you know, people become obsessed and you see that one job that you know it's perfect for you and you kind of leave everything else on the table while you just focus on that. That's not smart to do. You really need to always keep everything, you know, keep yourself open to other opportunities while you are focused on that. Correct. I mean, you, you yes, share that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then the frustration, uh, being invisible, we hear that all the time. It is so um, uh, common, you know, you, you feel like, again, you, you, you meet all the criteria for a job and you're sending that resume out there and then you hear nothing. That's so, that's so frustrating. So thank you for sharing those. I think, sure. you know, sure. the, the stages of a job, when you're in a job search, is, it's, it's grief and it's just, you know, it's the same ex uh, uh, things that people, you know, go through when they have lost someone, right? It's just those stages of grief that you, you have to follow. Let's talk a little bit about what is job search fatigue? And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Like, do you have a specific definition that you look to or you've created around that? Well, I have a definition for it, but be before I get to that, I think let's talk a little bit about signs and, and, and symptoms of job search fatigue, because yep. I think it's important. The, the definition is just my definition. It yep. could be right. It could be wrong. But particularly, I think what happens in job search fatigue, you start feeling moodier, crabbier than usual. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not talking about having a bad day or a bad week occasionally. I'm talking about this becomes a regular thing with you where you're crabbier and a little bit more, not a little bit, but a lot more moodier than you'd normally be. You feel down, sad, helpless about finding, hopeless about finding a new job. Um, that's another warning sign that you could be suffering from job search fatigue or even job search depression. Um, you're having a hard time putting energy into your job search. You have a hard time creating a new resume, making that phone call, reaching out to that network contact becomes impossible for you. Um, you begin to wonder if you're even deserving of a better career or a new job. Your self-esteem starts to plummet. Also, people have felt anxiety with everyday life as a result of a prolonged job search. And they begin to have more physical aches and pains than they've had before. Headaches start to come up. So all of these things, I think, can be symptomatic of a person that's going through job search fatigue. Um, I would define job search fatigue simply as reaching a point where you are physically and emotionally exhausted. Mm. Very similar to job bur burnout. Yeah. You just can't continue to do what you've been doing. And when that happens, what I've advised people to do is They've got to isolate the cause for that, okay? There could be many things that they're dealing with, but it's important to try to isolate the cause for that particular feeling of being 
fatigued or, or even depressed. One of the things that you need to do, and I recommend this to clients, is to take a break and take a mental health day from job search. Walk back from it. Take a walk in the woods. Take a day off. Take a couple of days off. Recover your, yourself. Then you can take a look at your job search strategy. Examine what you're doing. What's working? What's not working? As opposed to just plowing ahead and plowing ahead, take that step backwards, analyze what's worked, try to correct what hasn't worked, and develop a new strategy going forward. But I do highly recommend that people, when they're in this rut, they take some time and step back from the entire process. All right, you know what I want to do? We're going to, you need to take a quick break and we're going to come back and I want to talk a little bit more about this. I have some questions for you around, you know, what is it that someone, you know, if they're just in this space, like how do they kind of get back into that, you know, uh, space of wanting to, you know, I can do this again. So let's talk about that um, as soon as we come back after this and very important announcement. Talk shows are like the family and friends you turn to in good times and bad. That familiar face of your favorite host welcoming you to a new episode somehow just makes the day brighter. Welcome to the Moms Network. NCTV 17 produces a wide variety of TV talk shows, including Career Center, The Moms Network, Spotlight, Dana Being Dana, and Naperville Notables, all encouraging you to join the conversation and feel connected to your communities. We too are practicing social distancing, yet NCTV 17 remains committed to producing quality programming even while apart. It's important we continue having an outlet for the community to express what we are all feeling and make us feel not so alone. If you value that connection and that positive impact local television has on the community, please make a donation so the station can continue these conversations now and in the months to come. In Naperville, we know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award-winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us. Those stories that impact our lives, stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media. This episode of Career Center is brought to you in part by Shavla and Associates CPAs. We plan for your success. Welcome back to Career Center. I'm Kim White, back with retired HR executive Jack Gordowski. Thanks for staying with me, Jack. No problem. 
So before we left for a break, we were talking about um, job fatigue and some of the things that people go through when they are, you know, the signs, the symptoms, and some things that they're going through when they are feeling this fatigue around job search. You, you shared a couple of things around um, some things people can do, taking a break, walking away from it, take some time off, and then come back and look at strategy. When, when, when you, um, how, how much time, you know, would you give someone or say, you know what, it's okay to take a week off, a couple of days off. What, what, what's that time frame that you recommend? Yeah, that, that's a good question. Well, you certainly don't want to take a month off. That's not, not acceptable. But I think if you take a couple of days, two, three days, I think would be it, would be maximum. And then you have to be able to get back into it. If you're still struggling with this after a couple of days then of not dealing with it, then I think you might need some professional guidance and it's best to seek out professional help then. But I'd say a couple of days, step back from it, reanalyze your strategy, take a look at what works, don't work, and then move forward. But a couple of days would be the max in my opinion. Yeah. And when you talk about, um, you know, like you said, isolating the cause, sometimes it's hard to do that when you're in the moment. But people really have to give themselves the okay to do that. Like try to focus on what that is and then set it aside, right? Just set it aside and come back to it a couple of days later. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then when you talk about like looking at your strategy, I think this is sometimes what's really hard for people because when you look at your strategy, you have to, you know, admit sometimes, oftentimes that what you've been doing was not working. And so it's really critical to when you take this time off and you come back to be okay with analyzing it, looking at what worked, what didn't work, and be okay with the fact that you might have to change some things up. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so as we go, anything else around just burnout and um, what people should do around that before we talk about some things uh, that people can do to avoid it? I think the, the the hard part in this is that when you're spending all this time on a job search, a lot of times that can be a very lonely uh, uh, undertaking. You, you isolated, you're spending hours at your computer and you're by yourself. You need to develop a friendships and mentors and that can self that can help support you. And I have found it to be a very rewarding experience to be a job coach and working with people who've gone through this. Um, it's very satisfying to help someone work through these problems. So get a job coach, get a mentor, reach out to friends, share, share the problem. You know, there's an old saying, a problem shared is a problem halved. And I find that to be true, particularly on job search. Yeah, and when you talk about job coach, mentor, friends, those are typically people that, you know, all at the end of the day want the best for you, but they're going to approach you approach things differently for you. A job coach will, you know, focus on one thing. That mentor is someone that's going to continue to kind of share things, um, you know, that will help benefit you from a career. Uh, standpoint. And then friends, oftentimes, you know, sometimes you don't really have to talk about all of this with them. It's just really keeping you grounded in other areas. Is that how you look at that? Is that important for someone to identify like a coach, a mentor, and those friends? So three separate groups? I think so. I, I think it's good to have all three, although I think um, a job coach in the middle of a job search fatigue would be very helpful. 
I think that would be your best bet. Yeah. Um, and when someone looks for a job coach, do you have specific things they should be looking for? There's got to be a connection. There has to be a connection between the client and, and, and the person they're, they're coaching. And look for a job coach that's going to be honest and straightforward with you. You don't want someone that's going to give you a lot of feel-good talk when in reality you need to have a, um, a clarification meeting, if you will. Right. So uh, that's what I try to do is be honest and straightforward with all of our clients and make sure they understand where I'm coming from and I understand where they're coming from. Absolutely. And then when you talk about mentor, I just want to touch about that on that as well, because I think mentorship is so critically important. Um, and so when you look for that mentor, what should someone be looking for? And, you know, let's say someone's in mid career and they may think, well, it's too late for me to have that mentor. It's never too late to have a mentor, right? I I'd recommend and I've done this in the past too with mentoring programs is have a mentor that's a, maybe a step or two above the person that they're mentoring because they've been down the path before they can see what the path ahead lies for this person and they can make recommendations and suggestions. Uh, mentorship works and if you're fortunate enough to have an employer that has a formal mentorship program that's a definite plus but you can develop an informal plan with a willing participant too yeah have did you find over the course of your career um that mentorship uh, companies um embrace that idea of having some sort of a mentorship program within the, the, the confines of that company some do some don't um progressive ones tend to understand the value of it and the less progressive ones tend to discount it yeah well i think it's highly valuable valuable and i know we talk about that a lot at the at the center and you know just in my own circle as well the importance of really having a, a mentor someone you can you know bounce things off of who understands and well you know honestly like you said too i think we're, whether it's a job coach or a mentor someone who's going to be real with you and provide you that much needed advice that is that uh may not be what you think but it's the, the advice that you you need right true very true yeah. So let's talk a little bit about things people can do to avoid job search fatigue. Um, I think that could be very hard to do right now, right? With the, as I mentioned earlier, we have Zoom. We have so many things. I know personally, I find myself on Zoom probably, you know, eight hours out of most days. And so, uh, and that's, you know, just around work and keeping things going but um, again in this pandemic it's it's really tough there's just fatigue in general so yeah. what are some things people can do well there, there's a number of things you can do first off you got to create a structure okay you need to have a structure you need to have a place that you go to it's a space in your house that's your workspace okay yeah. and that's where you dedicate your time on looking for a job and i realize that's easy for me to say um i don't have kids or a dog or you know, life doesn't interrupt all the time for me. So that's easy to say, but it's hard to do, but it's a dedicated space to work at. I think you need to develop a regular schedule too, and a schedule that includes diet and exercise. Mm -hmm. You get focused on the job search so much that everything else kind of falls by the wayside. We don't get proper rest, we don't get proper diet, and we don't exercise. I think the other thing that we talked about too is, is having a support network. 
having that work network and staying in touch with that network during the terms of your job searches is very important. Again, whether it's a coach or, or friends, but just reaching out every so often to make sure that group is still there and staying in touch with them, sharing what's going on with you is important. One of the things, in, and this is gonna seem kind of strange, but if you're in the middle of a, a job search fatigue syndrome, if you will, volunteer at a nonprofit. Get out of yourself for a little bit. You know, it doesn't have to be an all time consuming volunteer job, but trying to do something for somebody else can help improve your view of what you're going through and help improve your attitude. Um, pursuing a hobby can do the same thing, uh, whether it's woodworking or, or reading or knitting, whatever the case may be, something to get yourself out of yourself. And another thing too, particularly now if you're in a job search for a prolonged period of time, is keeping your job skills current. And you need to keep uh, learn a new skill if you have to. There's hundreds and hundreds of courses online you can take. There's plenty of opportunity to attend webinars online to either learn or enhance your existing skills. But you want to use this time as productively as you can. And I think learning a new skill and enhancing your existing skills are a good way to do it. Um, join a job club. Join a job search work team. Um, I've worked with our job search work teams at the Career Center, and they are fantastic. Yeah. There's so much sharing that takes place, and solid, useful information comes out of those groups that they can help you with your job search. And it's also kind of a little bit of a support group, if you will, too. So yeah. I think those are things that you can do. But I think it's really important to develop a regular schedule and follow that schedule as much as you can. Um, and as I said, and I emphasized before, diet and exercise are critical because this is a marathon. Looking for a job is like training for a marathon. You don't just go out and run 26 miles on the first day. You've got to practice and get ready for it. So those are just some of the suggestions that I've made to clients in the past who are in the middle of a, of, of a little bit of a job fatigue, job search fatigue. Yeah, and I think, you know, you clearly have uh, touched on a number of really great points and takeaways for folks that are experiencing this. A couple of that I want to highlight, when you talked about your, you know, your support network and staying in touch with people while you're going through this, as you've created that network, I think it's even critical to stay in touch with those folks after you've landed your job. I mean, those Absolutely. are people that you should still continue to, you know, don't just stay connected to them while you're in your search, but even after, continue those conversations, especially now that we're in this kind of virtual world. Let's say you can't meet for a cup of coffee, but maybe you can do a 15 minute Zoom call, you know, once a month, once every other month, just to stay connected. Yeah. I think that's really important. And then you also talked on um, online courses. Um, and, uh, you know, attending job club and job search work team. I want to talk just real briefly about those. But before I do that, on those online courses, when you meet people online, oftentimes, that's another person you can add to your network. And you can, you can connect with them on LinkedIn. I recently served on a panel. And after I was on that panel, 
probably 20 of the young folks that, that were part of the audience connected with me on LinkedIn and reached out and you know, many of them asked me if I could offer some advice around job search and resumes and things. But that's the way, another way to network. So thanks for, for sharing that. When you talked about job club and job search work team, just to make sure people understand what those are, um, you know, maybe you can highlight a little bit about job search work, work team because I know you've, you've sat in on that, but it's a great way to be held accountable, right? Absolutely. It, job search work teams are an organized group of people who meet that have a facilitator or two. They meet once a week for 90 minutes and there's an accountability factor in their meeting where they have to review for the group the processes they've gone through on their job search, whether it's making contact with decision makers, setting up interviews, doing research. There's a, a, a formal sheet that we use that you go through the steps and each one is, a, each person comments about how they've done that particular week, any difficulties they've had, any challenges they've had and any successes they've had. Um, it, it's a great tool. It is a, a fabulous tool and I highly recommend people take advantage of it. I think it's, I, I think that that is yeah. the way to find a job. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. I'm going to take that as a little plug for the Career Networking Center as well. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, job club, job search work team, the men's group, uh, coaches, all of that stuff can be found at the Career and Networking Center. So Jack, thank you so much for joining me on today's edition um, of Career Center. And to our television audience, if you're looking for a trusted resource focused on getting people back to work, visit the careernetworkingcenter.org to learn more about the resources available to you. Thank you so much for watching. This episode of Career Center is brought to you in part by Shavla and Associates CPAs. We plan for your success.